Support for the podcast this week comes from my own company, MetaShift. We live in an age of digital noise and distraction. Cutting through to connect and engage with your audience is a real challenge. Talent attraction is a focus for everyone, but how can you be sure you're getting the attention necessary to persuade the right people to join your company? MetaShift is a talent attention consultancy, and we can help you optimize your talent attraction strategy to stand out and be heard. To find out more, go to www.talentattention.com or contact me directly on matt at metashift.co.uk. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 29 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Some of the most popular episodes of the podcast that I've done have been on the topic of employer brands. We've talked about how to measure their impact, as well as innovative ways to communicate them. Up to this point though, we've not looked at the work involved in building them, and the way in which some of the traditional methods of employer brand research are being challenged by new approaches. My guest this week is Jason Seiden from Brand Emper, a company who are challenging established thinking on employer brand development. I've had the pleasure of working directly with Jason before on a project, and I can certainly vouch for his innovative approach in this area. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Recruiting Future podcast interview. My guest this week is Jason Seddon. Jason, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, very good indeed. Very, very good indeed. Um, you're uh, talking to us live from inside your car, I think. <laughs> yes, all the way from Chicago, Illinois, inside my car in a parking lot to you know the the wide world of of uh, of Scotland and the UK and Europe. It's you know I, you got to love modern technology. Got to love podcasting. Absolutely love it. Um, so for um, uh, for people who may not have um, uh, come across you before or heard of you or, or, or met you, can you just give us um, uh, a quick sort of overview of uh, who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So for those of you who have been lucky enough to go through this much of your life without me you know, interfering with it, uh, I run a company called Brand Amper. Uh, we turn employee stories into employer brand equity. Uh, and, um, you know, even though the company is about a year old, it grew out of a consulting firm that I had, uh, previous to this with my, with my co-founder, we were the first LinkedIn certified trainers in North America. So after spending, uh, over a decade doing leadership and communications consulting, uh, we started doing some social media work, became certified. And then just from what we saw in the explosion of, of work that we saw in employer branding, and the feedback we were getting from clients, we saw this real need to really get uh, get to the heart of what was true in the hearts and minds of employees uh, and do it in real time, do it really quickly, and do it in a way that the company could really capture that information at scale and, and come up with an employer brand that really resonated with the workforce. And uh, and so that's, that's kind of a real quick overview of of where I come from and sort of how how the company that I'm running had its start as well. 
Cool, thank you. Um, I think uh, we were saying just before we started recording, we uh, we actually kind of last sort of met up a couple of years ago when we were working on a uh, on the same project in, in mm-hmm. New York. And I remember um, at the time you were sort of building, uh, you know, building out a product and a, and a company round um, round this whole concept. Give us a give us a flavour of what the um, you know what the product is and what what the company does. Sure. So, so thank you for that, uh, for the opportunity. And, and <clears throat> let me, let me start kind of just back one step with, with a couple things that, that I think everybody will be familiar with just so that there's a foundation. Um, you know, the, the first thing is a, a few years ago, we started seeing social media, obviously change the way that people interacted with people. Uh, and then very quickly, since organizations are made up with people, uh, social media then changed the way that people interact with organizations. And on the recruiting and, and hiring side, what this meant was uh, was that individuals could interact with their friends who worked for companies. It's, it's If I were going to look for a job now, right, there, there are no classifieds. Uh, I would probably go onto Facebook and tell my friends, I'm, I'm thinking of leaving my company, who's got something? And my friends will tell me what's happening in the world of of their companies and whether or not I should apply for a job. And, and if you think about that, it's um, what that does to recruiting and recruitment marketing is it creates a need to really uh, think about employer branding the way that companies think about product placement, right? Because it's in the world where I'm reaching out to my friends first to find out you know, where I should go look for a job, your billboard doesn't help me, right? If my friends don't tell me, come work here, I'm probably not thinking that I'm going to come work here. So, you know, there, social media changed the way that we really think about or that we go about doing the job search. But the traditional recruitment marketing methods that companies use weren't keeping up, right? So our clients, we were, we were out there, right? So we were out there doing this consulting and our clients are frustrated because, you know, we're telling people, listen, you know, update your profiles and, and include company messaging. And, and they're like, wait a second, wait a second. We just hired an agency, we're going to be doing focus groups for the next six months. And then we got to get approval on all this stuff. And we don't have our, our policies in place. And then we've got to do an internal communication program to get that message up. And, you know, and the client's looking at us, they're like, you know, maybe we can't hire you for 12 to 18 months. And I'm looking at them and saying, are you crazy? Like 12, it's 365 days of actual activity that your employees are out there. You know, by the time you get to them, like forget it, it's not even that it's lost time it's by the time you tell your employees what you've approved them to say they're going to roll their eyes at you and say you obviously don't care about me because you left me dangling for a year and a half well yeah exactly and it's um uh very much about uh very much about the way the world works now things things happen very very quickly and i think that you know i've i found with uh in in my work uh, mm-hmm. recruitment marketing can move very 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 slowly and by the time um it's got up to speed with uh what's going on right now uh right now is 18 months ago <laughs> well, is it, right so you want to find yeah. a year and a half later what yeah. is true today well so here was the interesting thing we, when we started doing this work, we started capturing what people were saying. Right? So we took, uh, we took employees, you know, working with 10,000 plus people at, at these huge companies, and we would track what they would say, the stories they would put together. And what we discovered was what we found over the course of a couple of weeks or whatever it took to, to roll out our program, the messaging that generally percolated to the top was the same or very similar to the messaging that would pop out of the survey and 
uh, and focus group work that the companies would do. So we were finding it in real time. So we started experimenting with that, and we built, uh, we started building uh, tools that would help us capture employees' stories. And we played around with the format and how it would work. And uh, after about a year of 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 playing with it, and you know, and remember, we, because we were doing training, we weren't just consultants. We were we were eye to eye with employees as well as the people who were hiring us. So we really heard this issue from both sides. Uh, we, we found was we were able to capture stories in a structured way. The employees wrote something that, you know, it's like marketing 101 for the individual. We never ask individuals to be advocates for the company. That, that was never on the radar. What we help them do is we help them put together stories that allow them to be advocates for themselves, right? I, I don't know if you love your company or hate your company, but I do know that you're going to want to put yourself in the best light. So we never fought that. We just help people put themselves in the best light possible. And we give them the option of using the company they work for to help them do that. Right. So if I work for, a, uh, uh, you know, if I work, if I'm an engineer at Google, I could tell you I'm passionate and smart and I'm innovative and all these things, or I could just say I'm an engineer at Google and you're instantly going to know a lot about me because you probably know the Google brand a lot better than you know me. So we make that case to people. And what we found was, Enough people would take us up on the offer and then use suggested messaging. The company can use our, our tool to suggest messaging to people. Enough people would use that, that not only do the employees make themselves look good, but it's like we just created this rolling focus group where we could then go back to the company and we can say, here's how your people see themselves. Here are the messages of yours that they're pulling through. And we can now start to say, here, right, if, if you push a bunch of messages through, we could say, here are the top two messages in Europe. Here are the top two messages in the U.S. Here are the top messages in, in the Asia Pacific region. And all of a sudden, companies can start segmenting their employer brand in real time. And they know it's true because it's they're being responsive to what their employees are actually saying. It's, this isn't being filtered in any way, shape, or form you know, through focus groups or you know, management offsites. It's just a roll-up of what employees are actually saying. I think that's really interesting, and I think it's interesting in terms of um, I, I was talking to um, I, I was interviewing someone about uh, social referral uh, platforms for for the podcast mm -hmm. the other week, and uh, you know one of the biggest challenges is um, getting a message out through um, through employees, and I think that um, you know anyone who's ever um, uh, you know <laughs> had a team of people or worked in a big business will know that actually uh, you know trying to uh, you know trying to find sort of you know advocates and, and people to um, you know spread messages is very very difficult and um, I think a lot of organizations haven't really sort of moved on from uh, sticking posters up in in reception or in the or, or in the canteen so um, I'm sure, sure that when uh, you know when it's um, spreading the message that's coming from employees themselves um, that must make things um, a lot easier I'd imagine well yeah, Matt, you, you just put your finger right on the origin of Brand Amber. Uh, that's how we started, was we had a client come back to us when before we ever had a product. And they said, what are you doing in your training programs? Because the people who are going through your programs, we have more advocates coming from your programs. Uh, people are using our other social sharing tools. We're getting more referrals from them. They're, they're more engaged. They're sustaining their engagement online. And that's, that's when we went, huh, Interesting. You know, and what we discovered was the difference between our approach and most of the other approaches out there was 
the other tools, our competition really focuses on making social sharing or uh, social referrals easy. Okay. But it turn but it turns out the technology is not the problem. The problem is we don't know why we should be doing it. We don't know what's in it for us. So brand is really focused on that identity piece. Once an individual understands what's in it for them, they'll find a way to go make it happen. You know, and anyone who doesn't believe me, what I'd say is, have you ever bought anything online? Have you ever bought anything from Amazon? The site from a from a user interface standpoint is not that great, but somehow we've all figured it out, right? Because there was something on it that we wanted to buy, so we figured it out. Yeah, you know? and and that's how, right? That's how it works. I'm sitting in a car right now. the 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 dashboard on this car, the electronics in this car are awful, absolutely awful. I figured them out because my car gets like 90 miles uh, per gallon, right? Which uh, you know, in, in compared to the, my last one, got like 16, right? I, I wanted this car. So I figured out the electronics. If somebody had thrown a manual at me and said, just here are the, here are the electronics in the car, I wouldn't have understood why I should care. And I never of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, so that's the approach we take. And, and you, you put your finger exactly right on it. What we do really is about uh, activating and making real the promise of social recruiting and all of the the uh, the benefits that companies hope to get from social, but you really don't get unless employees get to put themselves first. And um, do you sort of have any examples of uh, companies that are doing this, or, or types of companies in terms of you know sizes or sectors that um, you know you feel this this might work uh, this might work best? Yeah. Well, so uh, you know, I'm going to speak in, in uh, I'm going to speak in, in sort of generalities because we're our company's a year old. Uh, ultimately, the platform we're building is is will is designed to support companies of all shapes and sizes. Anybody with more than just a few employees would benefit from this. Um, initially, what we've done is we've targeted uh, larger companies, uh, and that was really just a decision so that uh, in these early days, before we really have benchmark data, we could go into a client and we can get enough employees uh, through our platform to have statistically significant uh, insights to share back with the client. Okay. So, we, so we tend to be focused on, um, on uh, larger clients. And we're, we're cross-industry. We did get started with the professional sector. Uh, so we're not, like right now, we're actually exploring a shift into uh, hospitality where there's more frontline employees. Um, but um, initially, no, we've been industry agnostic. We started with professionals and we are, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're slowly expanding from that. And in terms of industries and sectors, uh, you know, really, man, we're looking for good brands, right? It's brands with, with something good to say where you've got a group of employees who actually care about what you're doing. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. One of our best clients is an insurance company. Who'd have thought? But they have an incredible culture. 75% of their people give back every week. These employees have something to say, and that's the kind of company that really benefits from from a tool like Brand Amp. From this type of approach, that that's cool. And what would your advice be to you know employers who are kind of looking at this issue in terms of um, you know employer brand and and social and sort of engaging their workforce? Now, obviously, um, your advice is going to be use your tool. Um, so yeah, let's, right. let's, let's, let's take that as read. Sure. Well, um, so what, what other advice would you uh, would would you give? So my um, my co-founder uh, uh, Lisa Cervenka is is just she's got a brilliant mind for branding and marketing and there's a couple things that she says that I just think are so 
true and applicable, um, you know, and it doesn't matter where you are in this process. The first one is fear is a liar. Okay. You know, and, and what I tell people is like, if fear is driving, you're going to fail. And, and what she means by that and what I mean by that is we've heard over and over again, decision makers say, we're afraid of having our employees speak because they're going to speak badly about the company. Uh, or we haven't told them what to say. And you know what? It, it's, it's a false concern, right? You're, it, it's, a, it's a vapor fear. Fear is lying to you. We have been doing this uh, you know, with a tool and, and before Brand Amper as consultants. We've been doing this now for uh, six years. Uh, I don't think I've ever had somebody speak badly about their company. Because if you're putting employees first, it's their identity. And anything, right, nobody's going to say, you know, I'm a great marketing person. So thank God I work for this Mickey Mouse organization that really needed me because I saved them. People, if they, if they say that, they're a jerk. What people will say is, I'm a great marketing individual. And what I love about working at this company is I have a great team. Right. Or yeah. it gives me an opportunity to use my skills, right? Yes. So when you find fear talking to you, just you got to find a way around it because it's lying to you and and it's, it's control and it's ego and it's fear of making a decision. So push forward. So that's, that's, I think the the one and most important thing. And then the other thing that I'll just, I'll sneak in there really quickly is, um, um, yeah, uh, just when, when you get started, um, you don't have one employer brand. You have multiple employer brands, right? Like the, your employer brand is is uh, incredibly complex. It's not like you're going to go run a campaign and you're going to fix the messaging and push it out. This is about helping people connect with people. They're all going to use your brand a little bit differently. So you got to think in terms of themes and motifs rather than specific taglines because you want to give individual employees the flexibility to adapt what they're hearing. And when you do that... That's what lets you then really segment your audience and understand, is there a difference between how your, your programmers and engineers relate to your company versus your attorneys versus your marketing team versus your operation folks, right? But if you give everybody the, the one-size-fits-all message, you never get that feedback. You just know if they're using it or not. So uh, provide some flexibility and, and don't think in terms of one statement. Think in terms of a theme that, that people can put their personal stamp on yeah, that makes um that makes a lot of sense um final question what you know what's next where, where do you think uh recruiting and employer branding and social recruiting uh you know <laughs> where's it going uh you know what's uh, what should we be looking out for um in the near future uh, so I, I love the question, but I'm not the guy to ask about the near future. I'm, I'm the big picture of, you know, future, future guy. Okay. Well, uh, the future, but, future then. <laughs> so, right. Like the immediate future is a little hazy, but I, I see a fundamental, uh, change in the way individuals and organizations relate to one another, right? If we, if we just take some of the basic themes of what's happening in the workforce, and, and I don't know exactly how it is in, in Europe, so I'll speak for the U S we're seeing a rise of contingent workers, we're seeing a lot of project work. Uh, you know, the laws are are they're, they're lumpy and they're slow catching up in terms of am I am I an employee of the company or am I an independent contractor and what does that mean? But the point is is that we're not going to an office every day. We're geographically dispersed. Uh, we work with people. We work shoulder to shoulder with people who actually are badged to different companies, but we collaborate on projects and on clients. And what that means is. 
is that a lot of the things that historically have defined a company are disappearing. You know, it, I don't think of myself as working for this company because I show up at the same office every day. I don't think of myself as belonging to this company because I have the same people around me every day. That's still true in a lot of places, but it's, it's less and less true. And what that means is that your company's culture is becoming more and more important, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to start, I think if we look into the future, the relationship that an individual has with their company will be a lot like the, the relationship we have with the university or that we have with a hometown, right? We all live in different neighborhoods. We all took different classes, but we all belong to this thing. And it's the culture of that thing that we really hang on to. And if you think about that, that means our, our associations with our employers will become lifelong associations, even if our actual work at that company is, is reasonably short. Um, so I don't know all the implications of that, but I do know that that means we will recruit different, we'll treat our alumni differently, uh, we'll treat our employees differently, and I think we'll, we'll see more of a um, sort of a uh, hiring won't be a discrete activity, onboarding won't be a discrete activity. Th these, are, these are things that will be more fluid in nature. Jason, thank you very much for talking to me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Matt. My thanks to Jason Sidon. For show notes and past episodes of the podcast, please go to www.rfpodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the mailing list there and find out more about me on the Work With Matt Alder page. You can, of course, subscribe to the podcast itself on iTunes and on Stitcher. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me. This is my show. 